Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, <a> beer. <laughs> that wasn't fake at all. No, it was real. Let me enjoy my beer meats now. Mm. Why, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Santori whiskey, Japanese whiskey. Ooh. I don't have any canned beer right now because I've been on kind of like this whiskey kick and this one's been fantastic to me. So I was like, I'm going to keep on it. All right. Well, uh, I'm doing my flavor. <laughs> and as we talked about, my flavor is a little off the beaten path for Eric. Um, this next one that we're doing is El Dorado 21-year-old Special Reserve Dark Rum. Nice. $3 a bottle. Nice. This sounds so dope. I'm really kind of jealous about that. It has an 8.2 out of 547 votes. And I'm not entirely certain that I will be giving it that 8.2 because I'm not really a rum drinker. (laughs) But, hey, might as well. According to this, shocker, something coming out of the Caribbean, it's going to have large flavors of tobacco in it. Brown sugar, caramel, spicy, a little bit of dark chocolate, some candied stuff, oranges, leather... God, these people that make flavor profiles, especially like for like wine and stuff, they're all weird. Well, it's mm. the same thing, you know. It's, it's just like, what do like, you taste, Jimmy? I taste leather. Well, I taste leather. Know, I eat you know a lot of leather. This tastes like that leather. You know <laughs> that smell when you eat like a crap ton of like nachos and you lick your lips and your top lip smells kind of funky? It tastes like that. Remember when I pissed <laughs> off my coach and he made me eat my pitching mitt? Yeah, tastes like that. <laughs> Get right, leather. <laughs> I'm gonna put that down. Tasting notes: leather. All right. So fresh memories here. Well, yeah. It smells like rum. So here's the pour. All right. Are you doing it on the rocks? Nice. Yes. I figured I would do it on the rocks in my in my nifty. Well, you can't really see it because the green yep. screen keeps fucking with everything. <laughs> my cool insul or uh, double walled glass tumblers. Damn, that's some smooth rum. That's yeah, some man. Good, that's some good leather. <laughs> I'm gonna make me some shoes with that drink. <laughs> Make me some fancy ass shoes. Give me some Kenneth Coles. This is <laughs> on a scale of Nike to <laughs> Boot Barn. <laughs> no, to Doc Martin. To Doc Martin. To the, oh, okay, okay. Genuine leather. <laughs> Genuine is not leather. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 leather made by Genuine. Yes. He dances around the room as they <laughs> as they tan the cows and. <laughs> Good he Lord. starts he starts singing while they slaughter. You know, it's genuine leather. The uh, fact that he doesn't make that as a product just means his the publisher fact that he is doesn't make up. anything. Like he needs to make genuine everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, so I, I don't really taste the tobacco. Uh, definitely the caramel and what you would consider spicy, just like the way that it like kind of interacts with your tongue a little bit. But those are like probably the two biggest things. I don't really I don't really get. Like leather or dark chocolate. I'm sure most of that is just for like the color profile. Maybe. It could be because it's really like pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's dark. I'm trying to. It's got it a nice down. leathery color to it. Yeah. <laughs> it that, that actually, I could see that. Like it does look like that. But like tobacco is very big on the, in its flavor spiral. It's not like this is how it fucking looks. Um, but definitely I taste the caramel in it. Um, but yeah, this is a great fucking bottle of rum. <laughs> for a hundred bucks, like you better rum, be. This is a good yep. one. Yeah, hundred and three dollars for a, a fucking seven fifty. Damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, this can be found on Flavor. Uh, as we said, we are sponsored by Flavor. However, they did not pay us; they just gave us free hooch. Uh, although this one's mine, I pay for this. 
uh, we we have our own. We have a free one that goes back and forth between Chris and Jason, and I've got my paid one um, that we pay for, and it's pretty good. Except for that, uh, what did I have last time? The grappa. Oh, grappa. Yeah. Grappa, not so much. <laughs> yeah, the grappa. Yeah, not grappa. So much. No. Grappa's never a good choice. If you're ever like, thinking you're ever, about trying grappa, everybody, don't try grappa. Yeah, just don't. It's like a, when you're right. when you're in traveling Europe or anything like that, someone's gonna be like, uh, genuine grappa, genuine grappa is no genuine here. will not make grappa. <laughs> <laughs> if Anywho. he's smart, he fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Uh, you can go on to Flavior.com. It's by invite only, and our invite is Flavior.com slash exclusive code IBIF. That will get you in so you can get your own Flavior setup. Uh, the way that it works is you pay a fee, which gets you free uh, shipping on any orders that you have, and also gets you uh, four tasting boxes, one per quarter for the year. And this is going to be my fourth one, I think. Sad. Alrighty. So on that note, I'm also drinking Ryan Reynolds Gin. <laughs> Oh jeez! <laughs> I, I was in the grocery store and I saw his like smug ass face like on a bottle of liquor and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Was that on the bottle? Uh, the he one was that on I the have, bottle that I walked by. The one that I have is not on the bottle, but Ryan yeah. Reynolds owns Aviation Gin, um, which is hilarious. They call it an American gin company. However, it's an American gin company owned by a Canadian. It's actually really fucking smooth. Like for the price, it's probably the smoothest for the price that you'll get out there. It's That's kind of cool. All right, well, maybe I'll try that. It's really and good. I'm kind of surprised that Deadpool likes gin, but whatever. You could have tried it when you were over last time. Nah, I forgot. The last two times. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what you drinking? You got some claws? No, I'm all out of claws. <laughs> I drink all those with Schulte. You got to get yourself to uh, to Costco? Yeah, I got to get me some more claws. Got to get but Jimmy got... to take you to Costco and buy some claws for you? Yep. <laughs> I do got some uh, Huspering Coffee Kolsch, though. Oh, yummy Good old standby. Good what a stark difference. <laughs> <laughs> right? White, White claw. claws and Coffee Kolsch. Yeah. <laughs> and a Coffee Kolsch. Fun little note, my brother was in town from Texas uh, over the 4th of July weekend, and he tried the coffee coals, and I told him, it's like, it's like here, try this. He's like, all right. It's like, it's like coffee? And I'm like, yeah. like, that's fucking good. And I'm like, hell yeah, it's good. Some amazing-ass beer. Let me tell you something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. Huss makes some good shit. Can't get that shit in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Huss. Till Huss takes over the world. They had some good beer. I don't think I've had a bad beer from them. What's no. One of these days, I will make my way across the freeway and go talk to them about sponsoring us. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're sure literally they across the freeway from my office. <laughs> 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 but I know that if I go there, I'm going to be like, hmm, I get some beer. And then I'm not going to be able to drive home. Right. You'll be like, I'll yeah. just have one beer and then I'll talk to them eight beers later. You guys want to give us free beer? Free beer. <laughs> We have podcasts. We talk about stuff. Um, we nerd talk about stuff. We we cause people to die. Um. Jesus, Eric. <laughs> That's not what you lead off with, Eric. What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're we're, we're murder podcast. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> All right, we should probably get on to news. Super fucking dark. <laughs> uh, okay, so we we will say this. Uh, we'll we'll start it off with the really bad news because I mean, it, there's no point in just trying to like buffer around it. There was a really bad fire in Japan earlier today, and we're recording late because we had some uh, some scheduling issues with 
Jason and some stuff, so we had to push this back. Luckily, we did still have our special edition that we ran with Andrew Schulte, which you can listen to on ibiff.co. Uh, you can find it there or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, but we had Andrew Schulte from, from uh, Formula Drift uh, Pro 2 on. Um, but there was a fire at a Japanese anime studio earlier today, and 33 people died. Yep. Arson, too, so it was... Yeah. It was arson. The guy was like dousing the building with gasoline and yelling, "You will die! You will die!" And Good it was grief. Yeah, the I think he they caught him. He's like a forty-one year old. I think he was saying like they stole an idea for a novel or something. Uh, maybe when I, what I had read, they hadn't discerned a uh, they hadn't discerned a motive yet. Was it so, an ex-employer or anything, or just some? I hadn't read no, anything about I, that. Being I don't like think he was or anything. Wow, well, that's that's really sad, and and obviously, you know, all the yeah. best to everybody in Japan. They've heard yeah. it right now with that. Yeah, thirty-three people dead. Um, it was the studio that did Violet Evergarden, and they were working on finalizing the season two that was coming out in September. Which sucks that like sucks that the anime is being postponed, but it sucks that this happened. Um, and the God, hang on, I got to go back to that to the guy. Um, Yasuhiro Takamoto confirmed dead, and he was he's a very famous director. Did Full Metal Panic Second Raid, did a huge uh, did a huge chunk of Inuyasha, K on uh, nine uh, episodes of Violet Evergarden. He did a lot of stuff and Clanad. So yeah, it sucks. Um, it, it really sucks, man. I mean, that's it does suck. It's, it's bullshit that like while it doesn't, it's not close to home. It hits close to home because you're like shit. These are people that made anime, made shows that I've watched, and it blows. Yeah, you're just going by your day, and then, hey, some crazy person starts dousing gasoline every place. Yeah, imagine being that. On fire. Yeah, the yeah. whole point of this nerd shit is that you're supposed to be happy and having fun with it, not not killing people. Like, yeah. you never hear about this stuff with anything crazy nerdness, you know, and to have it happen is just kind of like a... Like you said, you're getting close to home, because home being like, hey, we're all safe in our little nerddoms, but shit, people suck. Yeah. Yep. All right, I'm not gonna do any fancy fun segue or anything like that because that it would just be wrong. Um, next on the menu, next on the menu, sure menu. Uh, Shenmue Three Kickstarter backers are allegedly not eligible for additional content that has been put onto like newer versions. So people that people that pre-order the game get content that the ultimate pre-orders of the game should be getting and Sorry. aren't getting. I'm going to hey. go to hell, but I just want to say, speaking of fire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, horrible. Sorry. I, um, I was going to say people speaking of, speaking of somebody stealing a bunch of fucking like life from people. Oh, geez. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, geez. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, we're horrible. Whatever. They know <laughs> it. Everyone knows this. So I think this is fucking bullshit, um, and it's not on oh, the yeah. studio. It's definitely on the. It's definitely on the developers. I mean, first of all, we all know that Shenmue Three is game of the like century. No, first, it's not. Like one hundred percent. If you listen no. to us at E Three, you know for a fact that you know Shenmue for a fact is... that it's a steaming pile of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing to grace our mouths in gaming history, because you know Shenmue, Shenmue is just going to be. I mean, if you haven't watched the, like, actual gameplay or demo reel from E3 and not just, like, had your mouth drop to the floor being like, God damn, that is the, just some choice gaming. The most gaming. amazingest <laughs> animation. Oh, my God. Like, the animation's just so beautiful. It makes Cyberpunk 2077 
look like a steaming pile of shit. Let me it tell does. you something. You, you know does. how you guys like Shenmue 1 and 2 from like 20 <laughs> years ago? I'm give you exactly those right now, <laughs> Shenmue 3. But that's beside the point. This is bullshit. Again, a Kickstarter is the ultimate pre-order. Like, that's it. You right. are and the I think ultimate this is, pre-order. Uh, Sarsen. Uh, <coughs> well, that's, I think what yeah, you're really we, hitting we, we'll, on. We can talk about Star Citizen in just a <laughs> sec, Chris. <laughs> I think that the thing that we're hitting on here more about is that the unregulatory of um, Kickstarter. And that is that, like, yes, you're right, Eric. It is the ultimate pre-order because you're buying before there's anything even to buy. Yeah, you're putting um, money into it. Right, you're you're quote unquote investing into it, right? Right. But what happened here is that obviously uh, um, they went out and got a publisher, and the publisher is just like, all right, well, we're gonna have our own little you know casino with blackjack and hookers, and you're not you're all not invited from Kickstarter and stuff like that. So it's just like, all right, well, where does the line draw? Because you know, if we gave them all this money to make the game, we should be the key investors. But now all we did was just pretty much donate free money to him, and he went and yep. got another investor that's now handling it on their own. And, and saying, no, no, we put the real money in. Right, and Kickstarter has no say or care in any of that, because technically you are. When you use Kickstarter, you're just giving them money, being like, hey, it'd be great if I got this eventually someday. And like Star Citizen, <laughs> or plenty of other games, or, or other things that get backed, and then poof. just You know who does it right, hilariously enough? The most immoral fucking people on the internet. They're Cyanide not immoral. And happiness. They're not immoral. They're geniuses. They're marketing geniuses. Yeah. Oh no, no, just in general. Like, but I'm talking about like from from a straight up like cartoon team because they just made the like they didn't have any like major aspirations to turn that into anything. They just sat there like let's make the most offensive bullshit that we can and throw it up in the the shittiest cartoon format that we can. Uh, what second shittiest XKCD is probably the worst, <laughs> but uh, they when they do shit, they throw it out to Kickstarters first. Like if you're on a Kickstarter, I still get shit for for uh, Cyanide and Happiness coming through, or not Cyanide and Happiness, uh, Joking Hazard. Like I still get notes from them of like, hey, these packs are available. We're making them available to Kickstarters first before anything else. Or they came out with they came out with the giant ass red box to hold all the additional stuff, and Kickstarters got it for ninety nine percent off. Everybody else had to pay ten thousand dollars. Oh, that's right. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that that they do right, and there are other companies that do it right, and I think that this is bullshit. Yeah. But. No. It, Shenmue was doing giving us all the raw deal, but you yep. know that's kind of what you get for wanting to Shenmue three. <laughs> As raw as their graphics. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So next, uh, PC passed PS4 to become Ubisoft's biggest earner in the last quarter. What was uh, it? Was 37% to 34%? I think so. And one of the big things they're contributing to is... Anno eighteen hundred, pretty good game. No Probably way. Only... That's one of the biggest it... contributors. Yeah, but I mean, what big release did they have in the past quarter? And that's PC exclusive. I don't know. And no, then... Nothing that's PC exclusive now. Right. Well, no, and... that game is PC exclusive. No, but I meant nothing else. Like nothing, oh, yeah, nothing. Yeah. yeah, nothing big that was PC exclusive that I. Can right. That's of. probably their biggest launch, I guess, in the last quarter. So I'm, plus I'm slightly... Epic Game Store, so they get more shares and purchase Steam. So. I'm slightly surprised that they weren't already. I thought for sure that PC would have been higher than anything else. I know Uplay sucks and all that good stuff like that, but yeah. I, I was still I was still shocked to that to hear that the consoles were were a little bit higher on that. I mean, well, yeah, I guess, and I was talking about that before we started this. Well, like, mean, I thought that Uplay would have been like their big thing because Uplay's only on PC, and I mean, it sucks, but you know, 
some PC people are stupid. Yeah, not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally not looking directly at Chris's little quad or quadrant on my computer screen. <laughs> <sighs> you play sucks. <laughs> I could just. But yeah, I it. totally would have thought that um, if it wasn't forced. DRM, man. DRM. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. Uh, passing PS4. I don't know. I I don't know. That's. I mean, it's news. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what kind of news it is though. It happened. <laughs> and then is you know, Xbox news? is like all the way at the bottom. Because nobody fucking plays the Xbox. I, like, I can't argue it. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what, like, what's surprising is how low mobile is. Do they have a lot of mobile games though? Mobile usually just freaks in money. Yeah, they. You only really, really need one good, mobile though. game to fucking take over. Yeah, I mean this is true. Like one really good mobile game can can blow up an earnings report. But yeah, I don't think they have one. Like I haven't seen anything that's good. Capcom and a bunch of other people have come out with like a bunch of mobile games. I think that they had like some fighting card game that they came out with. That's like all the Capcom characters from all the different universes and whatnot. But I don't even think that one's doing well. Yeah, I think they really just have tie-ins to like their console games, like Ghost Recon, because they have like a yes. companion app or whatever where you can kind of do stuff on the side that helps you with your main game. Oh, that's right. And similar to their E3 presser being Tom Clancy, the E3 presser, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of stupid Ubisoft stuff, Ubisoft is banning. Pre or banning player created Assassin's Creed Odyssey XP farming quests. <laughs> uh, Jason found this one the funniest, so I'm gonna let Jason handle this one. Well, it just cracks me up because it's just like, hey guys, you know, we're gonna create this awesome open world and you can do whatever you want and create your own levels. Hey, hey. wait, wait, don't, no, don't do that. No, you're supposed to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, wait, that, that hurt. No. Don't, okay, you can't do that. You you can't. You, you're not allowed to do that. Massive open world, but you can do anything you want to except for that. I feel like meatloaf. I'll do whatever you want, but I won't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like uh, it, it, it's it's so obvious Ubisoft. that it's just it's about so like, money. <laughs> it, and it's sad. It's just like hey, I enjoy, hope you're enjoying your game. You know, creating levels, even though most of these XP farming ones are like just copy paste bullshit where they just spam in a billion enemies on a map and you just kind of run in there and just slam down people but they still do take time to create yes. so you're telling people that hey i'm going to give you all this stuff you're going to spend the time and effort buy my game and then i'm just going to tell you that nope, i'm we're deleting not going to let you do it yeah we're just going to delete it because it infringes on my ability to make an extra five dollars off somebody do you and think that the ubisoft will go, start go talk to this guy for this? two million experience right <laughs> Do you think Ubisoft will start considering this to be a surprise mechanic? I don't, yeah, you know. <laughs> there's nothing surprise about it, though. So, unfortunately, this is much more legal than uh, loot boxes are. But Yes, hey. this is true. It's bullshit, though, is it what is it bullshit. is. It, it is, is bullshit. It is utter bullshit. But it is their sandbox, and if they want to take their Tonka trunk and go home, well, not much you can do about it. That's yeah. why... You're paying to rent their sandbox, not actually own it. So Jason was doing a uh, a comprehensive overview of our search results and what tied in iBeatItFirst.com and iBeatItFirst podcast into the interwebs. And he found out that for this last quarter, our top search term, and this is the entire term. I'm not going to lie. This is the entire term. This is not a mishmash of two terms, although it should be. Red Dead Redemption 2 Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Proving... 
that pretty much all of you are a bunch of fucking degenerates. It was so great. It was so funny <laughs> to see that. I was just like, man, we're getting a lot of hits for on, on this one like key phrase. Let's go into our like current keywords that are getting like p- plugs to us. And uh, yeah, this one was one of our top new ones for the last quarter. And I'm just like, that's hilarious. That is amazing. <laughs> so of course, then I had to Google it to be like, well, where are we showing up? And I immediately regretted my decision to do oh, that. Oh yeah, don't do And uh, uh, and I was like, wow, okay, there's a lot of like other websites that this is like. We're obviously weird because we're not featuring this bullshit. <laughs> However, we're still coming up in the search. <laughs> but we're not so weird that we're we're being omitted from Red Dead Redemption Two hentai and. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you people doing? What are you looking you, you for? You like six or seven people that are listening to this podcast now and got to us specifically because of that. What are you doing? What? Are, yeah. What? Like, and let us know because we can definitely make that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you can just make it yourself. <laughs> we can do that. I, I mean, I'm not judging you on the fact that you're looking for Red Dead Redemption 2 hentai. I'm just judging you on the fact that you had to search for it. You just make it. <laughs> and you let me know, man. I can I can whip up a page pretty quick. So, you know, I'd be glad to you know, source some material for you. Clip art, you know, whatever. Hey, man, hentai havens no longer. So, yes, someone's got to fill that, fill that it is slot, still. that hole. It is still. that It's, it's firmly owned by Faku. <laughs> There's a whole thing, like, I'd say Google it, but I don't really want you guys to Google it, <laughs> because you, go into incognito mode, <laughs> make sure you do that, and do some searches for issues with Hentai Haven. Yeah, and it's just not owned by, this, by the original creator anymore, right? Uh, he got locked out by Faku. Right. Like, he, he basically, like, they were trying, supposedly they were trying to help him and doing all sorts of stuff, and he was an idiot and gave them access to everything, and then they locked him out. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. And he can't take them to court because he was basically running an illegal website in general to begin with. Right. <laughs> so classic. Oh, man. Speaking of a bunch of degenerates, uh, we're going to talk about this really quickly because you guys are all a bunch of degenerate assholes. But Belle Dauphine started selling Gamer Girl bathwater. <laughs> I've been waiting two weeks to talk about this bullshit. I think it's so hilarious. <laughs> two and a half weeks you've been waiting to talk about this. This oh, shit yeah, dropped yeah. like right after we recorded last time. Oh, my God. And I was just so like, amazing. oh, Jesus Christ. You know, all the fake stories that came out about it and all the people claiming, like, all kinds of bullshit and just like that. I don't, I don't care. I, I applaud this girl. You know, she is oh, super smart. She knows what the fuck she is doing. Oh, yeah. She's known what the fuck she's been doing for a while now. I mean, literally free money. Her literally. fake porn yes. was fucking hilarious. Wouldn't know. You, did Oh, dude, you should watch it. It's fucking great. It is funny as shit. <laughs> it's like, it's... Belle Delphine takes a bunch of meat in her mouth and it's just her or double or takes double meat in her mouth and it's her eating two cheeseburgers. <laughs> it's, it's shit like that. It's Speaking so of everyone. She trolled Pornhub so hard. It was great. Hey, if I get a million likes on this Instagram post, I'll make a Pornhub account. Yeah. Okay, here's like 20 videos trolling everybody. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's Belle Delphine gets double penetrated. I'm just taking two sticks in my nose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Oh, Jesus. Anywho, so she literally... I had no like, idea this filmed. existed. You guys are <laughs> well above. We have other friends than you, Jason. Sure, dude. Sure. <laughs> Righty and lefty are your great friends. 
They're pretty good friends. I bet they are. <laughs> they can shake hands. See? Uh, no, it's pretty much like every group chat that I'm in was going nuts about how fucking bonkers slash hilarious slash what the fuck it was. Uh, and it's just, man, she actually filmed her, like, she filmed stories of her, like, doing it and bottling the, the water. So it's real bath water. I'm wondering if she's going to get hit with any, like, weird sanctions or fines for shipping soiled water across country lines. Because she lives in the UK, if I remember right. Yeah. And if you didn't know about her before, you do you know now. about her now. <laughs> my, my favorite comic that I saw come out of this is, it was Waluigi. In, in a bath, and it said, Waluigi's bath water. <laughs> Still not going to get him in Smash. <laughs> He'll just be in Splash. Uh, uh, Peach Beach Splash? The Beach episode. Peach Beach Splash. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Oh, man. Don't buy bath girl water. Just don't do, do not, it. Do that? not buy gamer girl bath water. Don't do it. Um, just don't do also, it. if you do buy it, don't vape it. Oh, God. Yeah. Definitely don't vape it. Somebody did. Don't vape it. And don't drink I, it. I don't know if don't I believe any it. of that. Drinking it, I believe. I believe someone would have Yeah, I don't it. necessarily believe the the vaping. Because, like, Shannon dropped her vape in the pool. Luckily, the battery is, like, a waterproof one. But then she, like, that tank was dead. We had to, like, wait till we got home so that she could, like, empty it and clean it out. And then put more juice in because it was not burning anything at that point. Yeah. I so I doubt he vaped it. Don't try, though, people. Just yeah, don't not. drink it. Don't even buy it for sentimental purposes like she has on there. You know? Just don't. Do don't. It. Just don't do it. <laughs> All right, uh, buy my gamer boy bathwater instead. <laughs> yeah, instead, <laughs> he promises he only pees in it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, ARPG Kill Squad hit number one worldwide best-selling game on Steam because Diablo's hot right now. God, so hot, so many. Yeah, just however game. Yeah, and it's not. a it, it doesn't really plays look like, like a Diablo. it, but it's not really like that. It's more closer akin to I think Warframe. Warframe's not three quarter top down though. Playstyle is kind of Diablo, but it's not like oh, the it's game far- itself. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it dude, that game looks pretty. That's all I can say. You Didn't know, you I, say I you wish... played it? Got MVP twice. MVP. I played two rounds. Got MVP both times. But what? <laughs> yeah, I played it before <laughs> hopping on here. <laughs> Is that why you were late? You were still playing it? Uh, I was grabbing beer. You know, with all the hotness that uh, the Diablo style is feeling right now, you know, I, I wish that they would just bring out some sort of, like, mobile application that played these kind of games. Why? Nobody has phones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, if you get a, a like, Diablo mobile phone. version, I don't know. That just sounds really dumb. Yeah, like, it could dumb. be called, like, Im- like, it'd be, like, Immortal. Ooh. It'd be so good. But... My phone can die really easily. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, cool. will that make my phone immortal? Well, it'll outlive you. I can promise you that. Probably. Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of pretty things, um, somebody, I forget the I forget the gaming company or the building company that made it, made a sweet fucking Sekiro custom PC that I think, Chris, did you share it on our Facebook? No, not yet. Chris will share it on our Facebook. Yeah. It's fucking pretty um it's it's a japanese pagoda with a with a gtx graphics card in there and the entire thing is a fucking pc like everything's hidden they've got they've got liquid cooling hard drives like everything's all hidden in different spots 
and you just have this sweet looking GTX graphics card. I'm usually yeah, in a big, like the big, RGBs like, are like the fans are like oh up yeah, top, so the RGBs yeah, like no, actually add some color effects to it. Yeah, it's dope as shit. I'm not usually a big one on these custom cases just because it's just like, yeah, okay, that's cool, but, you know, what would you actually do with it? Or, you know, hey, it would be PC part swapping would be a bitch and a half. You know, I get it's not the point, but all that jazz like that. But, you know, it doesn't matter in this one. That fucking thing was just beautiful. It's and art. It's a, yeah, that thing more is art. art. Yeah, it's more art That has some else. amazing fucking woodwork to it. And fucking individual shingles on the roof. <laughs> that thing is pretty... <laughs> Yeah, it's so, pretty dope. Yeah, we will get that up on our Facebook page so you guys can see it. Um, all right. Uh, the headlines are that Nintendo secretly and quietly did this, but they haven't really quietly done shit. Um, all right, so Nintendo, a couple of weeks ago, so there were, like, multiple articles that we kept putting into our, our feed, and uh, we went a few days longer, so we got a little bit more information, thankfully. This is actually how it feels to be kind of over the hump instead of in front of the hump. Um, but Nintendo had filed some FCC uh, paperwork in order to do mild tweaks to hardware without having to get full recertification from the FCC. Uh, and it was tweaks to the processor, tweaks to the memory, and tweaks to the GPU. Nothing big. Like they they were they were just like yeah they're just tweaks. However, the tweaks that now have been approved by the FCC apparently doubled the battery life of the Switch. More efficient version of the Tegra processor, more efficient version of the GPU, more efficient memory. It now gets nine hour, up to nine hours of battery life in handheld mode. What, like a software update did all this? No, it's a new, no, it's new it's hardware. It's a new version. New hardware. Yeah. It's new, so new chips. They're so they're not doing a performance increase. They're doing a... They're doing a, a power consumption increase, so uh, or decrease, actually, I guess, not increase. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be probably hitting sometime around the same time as the Switch Lite. Um, the way that you can look for it is the serial numbers will start with XKW instead of XAW. Um, there's an additional like dash 001 added on to the model number as well, too. But it's the exact same hardware. It looks exactly the same, but it'll give you double the battery life, which is fucking dope. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, too, because with the Switch Mini having a longer battery life, Switch Lite or Lite, yeah, then the current model, it's like, well, you don't want your cheap one to have the longer battery. Yeah, and the Switch Lite does not have uh, like it was supposed to have a roughly about the same battery life as the current Switch. And now it's going to have like half the battery life, Yeah, which is insane. Which, speaking of, yes, the Switch Lite got announced, this which sounds we like all... In the, which is, like, no one asked for whatsoever. I mean, the best part is the, the video that they showed for it was, hey, here's the Switch Lite. This is what it looks like. And this is what it can't do. <laughs> like, literally. That's, that's, Everything that makes the Switch, you're buying a DS. of shit that it can't yep. do. Yeah. Or it can do, but it can't do it unless you buy extra stuff to go with it. So, right. it okay, I will say this. For a a multi-person household, let's say that like Ronan wanted his own Switch, I might buy him one of those to to save a hundred bucks. But I don't think I would no. specifically because of the fact that it can't hook up to the television and transferring save data is a fucking pain in the ass right. between yep. them. So yeah, it's they, not it's not like something that like he'd be able to like bring down his Pokemon game and just like start playing it on the on the TV downstairs. You're like, removing no. the switch aspect of a Nintendo Switch. You can't switch back and forth anymore. The Nintendo can't switch. Nintendo yep. can't switch. And it, it and it can't remove the Joy-Cons and it's just one unit and 
it it doesn't look good and their colors are stupid. I was so pissed. <laughs> it would be yeah, way better if they did like that translucent with those colors. Yes. Yeah. Something the translucent cool. would be dope. That would be all right. Cool. The yellow is greatest yellow. It's it's a little more pale than Pikachu. So like if it was Pikachu yellow, I'd be like, well, it's Pikachu yellow. Like that's fine. But they have turquoise. Pikachu yellow and gray, and that's yeah, it. Garbage. Oh, and then if the they, uh, I'm sorry. Wait, they do have a dope ass version of it coming out for Pokemon. No, it's not dope ass. It's dope as it's, shit, dude. It's hooray, Crash Grab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is that kind of freaked me out is like the whole Joy-Con drift issue that's been going on for a while. You okay, know, if that happens. The, on okay, this? the drift issue is stupid. I've had the same problems with PS4 controllers. I've had the same problems with a ton of controllers over lifetime. And people are beating the shit out of their joy out of their Joy-Con using their Switch in a portable aspect. Like, it's not any different. People need to stop thinking that this is like a normal thing. The big difference is that when it happens on a PS4 controller, you're just like, oh fuck this controller. You throw it away and you go buy a new one. In this case, people are like, Well, this is part of the console. It shouldn't be doing this. They're they're putting some weird mental block in their head of like they shouldn't get rid of the controller or repair the controller. They're like, no, 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 nothing else does this. No, every other fucking controller does it. Cool, you but now you're incorporating much. those controllers into a console, and that's well, no that's a problem. You do, yes, that's a problem. That's what I'm saying. Because the other part that I agree with the the whole drift thing is that. Yes, the PS4, the PS3, it's all happened, but that's not been in the first two years of their production. It's usually quite a while's out. And, you know, I agree that it's a lot, it's because there's a lot more abuse going on. You have a, a portable system. Yeah, but it's, it's that's getting the double the, it's getting double fold. You're getting the, the play on the screen as well as then all the travel and everything like that. You know, and the people are like, check it out, I can fit my Switch in my pocket. Stupid shit like that. It was in a case but, when I did that. But that's like what they fucking advertise it doing, so <laughs> it's not their but, fault. Yeah. <laughs> no, they advertised Karen annoying everybody at a, at a rooftop party trying to get them to play video games. They're like, no, Karen, we don't want to play video games. She pulled that out of her butt pocket. We're out here to drink. <laughs> God damn it, Karen. God damn it, Karen. No one cares about your fucking but Mario the drift Kart happens. drift scores. You are correct, though, that that is something to worry about. Um, I don't necessarily think that I ever had a problem with that on my on my Vita, but I also didn't play my Vita as much as I play like my Switch or my PS4. Well, the Vita also has like their uh, thumbsticks are not protruding nearly as much. Yes, this is true. And aren't nearly as accurate either. So I, I mean, will say the nice thing about the uh, Switch Lite, though, is that they finally did it right, and they put an actual D-pad on the left Joy-Con area. You can't remove it anymore, so it's not a second controller. But even so, I swapped mine out to be a D-pad. It's perfectly fine hitting the hitting the four buttons. I don't have any issue. Jason, you've used that one. Yep. <laughs> no, I yeah. he's, he used it to play Mario Party. He's like, this is perfectly fine. <laughs> There's no reason why it shouldn't have a D-pad. Agreed. In my opinion. Like, you should have Agreed. a D-pad. And it's like, if you play with the left one, your four buttons are connected. Whoopty fucking shit. Technically... That's better. It gives you an advantage. You can thumb rock easier with it. Technically, the PS4 controller doesn't have a D-pad either. Yeah, technically, he's right. Technically. They're individual. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. They're individualized, but they're shaped differently. The same round buttons as the as the right side of it yeah it's basically a d-pad with a very very small <laughs> incision <laughs> between each of the points <laughs> oh okay so uh nintendo switch also light switch light switches dumb. switches dumb that's the guy yep. who likes switch, to switch switch light dumb oh switch light <laughs> yeah. yeah it has its merits you know if you hate your children um and you don't want actually 
it has its merits if you want your kids to play Switch, but you do not want to ever have to give up your television. Like, oh, no, sorry, that one doesn't connect up to the TV. Sorry, Timmy. You can't do it. <laughs> Go you fuck yourself, one Timmy. Way. Yep, only you. Can't prop it out. Doesn't even have a kickstand anymore. Go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, it doesn't have a kickstand. You have to have a stand for it. You can do multiplayer if it if it works in tabletop mode. You just have to, like, kind of, like, set it. Like, you got to have a friend just hold it for you? Timmy? Yeah. I got you, you that have three switch people. you wanted. You gotta have three people to play Mario Kart on the same Switch. <laughs> Two people to play, one person to hold. What you need, you need a buddy that has a Switch, yourself with your Switch Lite, and a friend to hold your Switch Lite. And then when your buddy with this actual Switch comes over, you just everyone just leaves the Switch Lite alone. You actually just play on the Switch. Get what it's for. It's for your grandma to buy it for her grandson when it's like, yes. here, Timmy, I got you the Switch you're asking can for. We, yes. Can we get no, a I want the actual Switch? Switch, Lite, Switch Lite. We have a Nintendo Switch at home. Nintendo Switch at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's literally, they wanted to give the Nintendo Switch at home thing. Like, like you, it really is a Switch. <laughs> I, I do like the, the, we have Switch Lite at home and it's an old dusty Vita with a frowny face. <laughs> I still like my Vita, man. It's actually portable. The Vita's nice. No one's saying that the Vita is shit. We're saying that you can't you can't sit there and be like, oh, I don't I don't need a portable. I have my Vita. Like, no, you need a you need a portable. The Vita's a PS3. You need something with more power. <laughs> Marginally, um, no, it's it's right at PS4 level. It's way higher than a PS3. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Nintendo. Or there's also. Uh, the new rewind feature has been added to NES games on the Switch Online store, which, as Jason pointed out, is like, oh, there's a lot of emulators that do it. And like, well, yes, but now Nintendo's actually, you know, supporting it. Yeah, so Nintendo's treating their emulation software like emulations. It allows you to <laughs> insert or as much as you want. You can go back nice. as much as you want. Yeah, you can continually right, go back. Right, because these entire games are smaller than you know, yes. a save file for anything else. So you can put yes. everything into a save file and be able to access the entire recording of your play style. So, I played yeah. a game that I really wish I had that rewind feature on. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll continue on Switch and we'll go on to one more thing after that. Um, so there is a new customizable Nintendo Switch controller coming out from 8-Bit Duo, Duo or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, it's the SN30 Pro Plus. It's shaped like a cross between a SNES controller and a uh, and a Pro controller. Here, I'll show it for you guys in case you don't remember. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. But it connects up to your computer in his fully customizable much like what we talked about with the the xbox other the, yeah. the ps4 controller and the xbox controllers of like being able to customize stuff and customize the sensitivity of the the sensitivity of the the analog sticks sense, button sensitivity all that stuff like you can go through and do all of that and eight but do eight bit do or whatever the fuck it's called uh is making one that's coming out for it do we have a price? Kind of cool it's not bad not bad at all all right which brings us to our last bit of news which is not 100% gaming news, but it is nerd stuff. Office 365 and really any online office application has been declared illegal in German schools due to privacy risks. Damn. <laughs> this Holy includes shit. Google Docs. This includes any online Outlook? piece. Uh, Outlook as well. Because um, Outlook's fuck. part of Office 365. Um, right. But yeah, all of that stuff is deemed illegal 
um, primarily because the servers are not based in Germany and they do not have anything guaranteeing German citizen rights of not having their data or anything looked at by other governments without getting their permission first. So it's more of GDPR is what that, yep. that sounds like it's coming in on, which is the Security and Privacy Act. Um, yes. Which is awesome, uh, but it does give a little bit of... A, at the same time, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Just for that own reason. Um, what, are you, you know, what are you going to use? <laughs> right. And yeah, I guess, you, okay, so I thought that I remembered reading something about this before, so I kind of went back and was doing some digging, and I, I remembered there was issues with Office 365 at one point, and the German schools were going to say it, and they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll allow it because the data center is located in Germany. Like, Microsoft was like, oh, yeah, no, no, we keep, we keep all that stuff locally, blah, blah, blah. Then a year later, Microsoft closed down the data center. <laughs> Psych! That's your data. Psych, bitches. <laughs> and then they started closing down a whole bunch of European ones and, like, like you know, consolidating stuff down. And, yeah, that's now created a giant push. And they just were like, Office 365, banned. Google, banned. Like, all of them. It's like, what are you going to fucking do? So they use, like, open office and stuff like that now. Wow. that That is... I mean, hooray for fighting against not only DMR, but, like, privacy, you know, and stuff like that. Because, yeah, the, the main thing is that Microsoft couldn't implicitly say, like, yeah, your data is completely safe. There's no chance of it ever happening, guarantee. So, yeah. in Germany, it was the only place just like, well, we're not cool with that. But everywhere else is. So, think about that, guys. I mean, it's with everything. I mean, not just Microsoft. I mean, if you downloaded FaceTime or whatever it was called. That face app. Uh, face app, whatever. And if you're one like of that, those idiots that downloaded face app and you Then use your face shit's already out phone. there, too. I mean, it's just... I it, mean, your shit's already out there to begin with, too. Like, uh, Not yeah. everything. Okay, so Alan Sorry, Dang, dude. Alan Dang, who we had on 83, he brought up a very valid point. He's like, everything. When you put that thing onto your phone, you give it express explicit rights to everything on your phone. Yep. To use photos, in perpetuity. Okay, do you like, take pictures of yeah. like your bills or your address or, or you know, maybe your passport? Did you ever passport? take a picture of a credit card? Yeah, uh, or of a no, credit card? No, I never take a picture of credit cards. Only my dick. <laughs> <laughs> your dick is now owned by Russia. Thank you very much. And this is a <laughs> Russian company, everybody. So, I mean, anyway, it's I just... I was like in a group chat. I was like, oh, yeah, it's cool. I send a dick pic every morning to Putin, so... <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to send your dick pic to Putin for you. It's okay. <laughs> but, Chris, but you're not yes. wrong. You have a very uh, um, common uh, conception of what it is. Just like, well, I already put my information out there already and stuff like that. But it's just like there's a major there's difference. There's so much more, yeah. Be between like, hey, I've put out this picture of me drinking Starbucks. Then all of a sudden my picture showing up on a VD picture being like advertisement and I'm not getting paid for it. Like there, there's massive differences to yeah. what's going I'm on I'm not there. super keen on them having access to all my screenshots of video games. Thank you very much. Right. I don't exactly. want them to know what the fuck I'm doing in Dokken Battle or Grand Summoners or anything like that. It's not. Yeah. I, I, that's my private time. That's right, me so, time. So Jason, you remember Steve Johnson, right? <laughs> Sure. Way back in the day at CompUSA. So he posted the – he copy and pasted a chunk of the actual terms and conditions for the face app. 
You great face app, you grant FaceApp a perpetual, irrevocable, non-exclusive, royalty-free, worldwide, fully paid, transferable, sub-licensable license to use, reproduce, modify, adapt, publish, translate, create derivative works from, distribute, publicly perform, or display your user content in any name, username, or likeness provided in connection with your user content in all media formats and channels now known or later developed without compensation to you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You're going to show up in the next Cialis commercial, Chris. Good. You got a dick that don't work? Here's Chris to tell you more <laughs> so about it. So this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like the... This makes like my the, dick the, work 10% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like the, the the headshots and whatnot that Joey did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. For the STD. Friends, like yeah. the first thing that when you started saying that, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, we watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're old as fuck. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time to talk about what it is that we're playing after we've been talking for a really fucking long time about news. So we'll let Chris go first. Chris, what have you been playing? So I've been playing a few games, actually. <gasps> yeah. Chris um, is going to review that thing. Here comes Chris. Chris actually played review. some games. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get to our review copy, let me go through backwards of some other games I've been playing. So as we talked earlier, I did play some Kill Squad. Downloaded that tonight and MVP. played a couple, a couple rounds. Got MVP both times. Um, <laughs> so it does kind of play in that Diablo style. Um, I would say it's more closely to Pagan Online because you do use Wazd okay. to move around. And so you get matched up with three random people or you can probably just team up with your friends. Do a private thing. You select contracts and then you kind of level up as you're going through that mission. But your levels are just in that mission alone. And so you kind of upgrade your skills a little bit. But then you have like a overall rank or whatever. And then that allows you to more tougher missions. But your levels and like your upgrade skills are just for that mission that lasts probably about like 15 minutes or so. About like gear. Gear is very, very limited. I think you only got like three things to select and you... So it's all skill. So it kind of reminds me more in place of maybe like Warframe or something like that. We're just kind of jumping into a mission and going through, finding some enemies, completing it, and then hopping back out, and then... But Warframe, can't you upgrade your your space ninja? Yeah, I mean, this is one already access, (laughs) and it just launched, so... Okay. Henry, I literally only played for like 40 minutes so far, so... But you still got MVP! Twice! For about about (laughs) two more days, and then everyone's going to start getting good at it, and then you're just going to suck. Nah, I'm too good. (laughs) To these action RPGs. <laughs> All right, what else you been playing, homie? Uh, I also picked up a game off Steam Summer Sales. Like any game, only pay like three bucks for it. Called Far Lone Sales. It's a side-scrolling game where it's basically like post-apocalyptic, but there's no enemies. You're just kind of moving, and you get like this kind of ship thing that you gotta, like pick up gas and fuel it up and move, and then you eventually get a sail. You gotta solve some puzzles. When I originally got it, I thought, like, oh, maybe this, it's like, oh, see how far you can go. I'm like, oh, is this going to be, like, Oregon Trail where I'm going to have to, like, hunt for food or something like that and die dysentery? <laughs> it kind of looks like that. It's very steampunky slash Mad Max. You, you can't really die. Like, if you fall down, you just kind of, like, float. Puzzles aren't too hard, but it's got some, a decent kind of soundtrack. It looks kind of pretty um, in a kind of indie sort of way. Is it a finite it's, game or is it a game that you just pretty. keep playing over and over again? Uh, I believe it's a finite game. Okay, so it's a walking simulator with a story and and a little bit of puzzle aspect to it. Yeah, it looks pretty though. Little ship. The the like little ship that you're in, it looks like the front view of a projector. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 
And, and I'm going to show Jason this, and he can tell me whether or not he thinks that that's correct. Oh, I saw them talk about that, but yeah, that does look like a projector. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. You know, thank you for even showing me that, just because I was like totally spacing on on this on this game. But yeah, I remember seeing this at E3, and that did look pretty uh, uh, intriguing. I, I'm a little saddened to hear that it's uh, um, there's no dying. There's just a walking simulator with limited puzzles. Looks pretty. That's kind of all that matters half the time, isn't it? Yeah, no. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, what else, Chris? Um, and so, finally, game got a review copy for Nintendo Switch. Senron Kagura Peach Ball. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We haven't talked about this yet, Jason. Yeah. I totally forgot. Like, this is now my highlight of the evening. I need to, like, have theme songs all over the place for you to talk about this game because I find see. it hilarious. You you guys, you might be in for the, the theme song right now as it's playing. I'm going to see if I can find it. <laughs> so anyway, tell us more about this. Great. Yeah, so I just remember sending you guys pictures because it's just so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with oh, yeah. Kagura, it's a series of video games that are all, In like, anime. Of, like... Big ass anime titties. <laughs> it is the epitome of big ass anime titties. Yes. Like it, that yes. is the whole thing about it. It's it's like you can just say Senran Kagura and it's synonymous with big ass titties. And booties. Yes. Yes. And uh, as as we found from uh, Peach Beach Blast, spraying chicks in the hoo ha with squirt guns. Yep. <laughs> and so Peach Ball is the pinball game. <laughs> in the series so necessary where do we go from a, a you know 3d shooter we go to a pinball, pinball game yep i honestly think that they've done every other fucking genre of game yeah they've made rpgs they've made action games go on to pinball and there's a full-on story with this too that's the best part is the so story. Right, basically go. the story goes is one of the characters with big ass anime titties, because they all have big ass anime titties. There's no flat chested girl. They're just all big anime titties. <laughs> but she works hey, at this arcade. Hey, flat is truth. Flat is truth. Whatever, Wally Lover. I'm not saying there's any Chris. issues with that. I'm just saying every girl in this game has big ass anime titties. And so. Good lord, oh we're looking God, at some of these screenshots. <laughs> this is the just case. Ridiculous. The case for the game. <laughs> so one of them works at an arcade. It's kind of slow, so she, I guess wait, wait, she's the like arcade is or she is. One of them works at an arcade, and she experiences no, no, whatever. What, what's slow, the arcade or her? The arcade. <laughs> like she has a lot of downtime, but then it's really busy this one day because they have a tournament for this new fighting game, and they're going through. And it's like, oh, one of the girls is like, oh, I really need to go pee. So she goes, runs to the bathroom, comes back out. Now she's a dog girl. Oh, that's this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, uh, what'd you do? She's like, well, there wasn't any soap, but I found this bottle on the shelf, so it was all good. It's like, shit, that was my body transformation potion. Okay, that, oh that, my that, god, the writing yeah, is just keep, phenomenal. I keep body transformation lotion in my bathroom, don't you? Yeah. She's like, I hid it on the shelf so no one would use it. And then so they all turned into like these animal girls. And the way to reverse it is you gotta have like this little spray whatever that comes out of this ball, but you need to get the right vibrations for it. Good thing she has this modified fucking pinball machine. 
So you have to lure them over there, get them on the pinball machine, and then play pinball to turn them back normal. <laughs> yes, that is your main purpose. It's definitely not to ogle some girls scantily clad and then yes. hear them make the most ridiculous noises ever while playing pinball. So as you're playing pinball, like they're in like the top oh, yeah, here of the machine, like in there. This you can, ball like, is called the Peach Ball. Noise. With proper vibrational force, it will produce a special mist that can restore their humanity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me tell you, it, it, it works. <laughs> oh my god. You're telling me balls fix everything? Yep. <laughs> But like as you're like, there's a lot going on when you're playing because Aussie is pinball, so you're kind of focusing on, you know, not losing your ball and like just as the ball is bouncing around and hitting everything, you can hit her. But they're also like kind of talking and there's like there's missions on the side, you have to complete. But as you kind of build up, you can get into what's called a sexy challenge. Oh yeah, Which I got the sexy her. challenge. You got the yeah. super sexy challenge at E3, right? Right, right. So you get the sexy challenge, and then you go, and it'll be like a little mini game where you're just like hitting multiple balls, like trying to hit some stuff, and then it'll depending on your mini game, it'll do different stuff. Like you could have this like little thing that'll come liquor, or ice cream will get dumped all over, or whatever, and or magic hands will start tickling her all over. Very, very sexy. <laughs> so. In order to clear the round, you have to get Why two sexy challenges. Eyes. I'm come uncomfortable. Through an audio medium. Why can't rolling eyes come through an audio <laughs> medium? <laughs> so to clear, to clear, clear the round and to restore your humanity, you gotta get two sexy challenges. So you gotta get through that twice, and then a third time. A third time's a super sexy challenge. And that mini game is you're just whacking. Two like little balls, and if one gets uh, falls through, it'll pop back up, and you're just bouncing them into her boobs. <laughs> and then it'll get to a certain point where, okay, we had enough like bouncing these balls into her boobs. We're gonna change it now, and you have like a slider where it's like three x points, ten x points, and then three x points, and you try to get like that little ten x points, and just try to get your points. Well, now you're just, your flippers are just whacking her boobs, and there's, like, a ball in the middle. <laughs> and then she's, like, and then, like, it'll end whatever when the time runs out, and it'll be, like, oh, and, like, she's naked, but she'll be covering herself. Because there's no actual nudity. There's just implied nudity. Thank God. There's still a <laughs> Switch title. Nudity. <laughs> this is a Switch title. This is a team title. Hey, actually, the Switch titles are less uh, I know, but it's heavily. still surprising yeah. to me. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I'm human again. Oh. But it's again, this is the anime that I tried watching. And We've all the, tried the watching. The girls literally went full nude for their Sailor Moon transformation. <laughs> and it was full nude. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this. If, it, if the entire anime is this, I'm like, I can't do it. It's very <laughs> extreme. You gotta love the fan service stuff and just like that. But I was busting up laughing the entire time I was playing this game at E3. Um, it's just so oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm still, I still can't believe it's only on Switch. I, 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 I don't, I don't know how to like interpret that. That blows me away. But <laughs> yeah. oh my god, yeah, that Nintendo allows us. Well, I mean, that good on them, I guess. Yeah. They, they got that creeper market on lockdown. I, I guess it's great. But what, what, what do you think, Chris? How, how is it as a pinball game? Yeah, how game, is the game? As a pinball game, you know, I mean, I like pinball, so it's kind of fun in that aspect, but, like, at the same time, you're just, like, 
this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't want anyone to see me playing this, but also, holy shit, I need to show someone this because this is so goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't stream it at all? Not yet. Nice. I thought for sure you'd start streaming it as soon as the embargo oh. was up. No. I want to play other games. You know what you have to do now, right? I gotta stream it. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I do remember, like, there was a conversation, the story was like, they were talking, I think, the puppy girl, and it was one of the girls helping was like, oh, she's got, like, dog talk, that's so cute, but also baby talk's really cute. I don't know which one's cuter. He's like, what if both of them, oh, yeah, puppy talk. Yeah, I guess puppy talk, that's really cute. Like, oh, my God. He's like, no, no, no. Focus. We need to change her back. But she's so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic plot. All the plot. All the, All plot. the plot. All so the plot. much plot going plot. on. <laughs> oh, my God. So much plot. So, as far as pinball goes, sexy lady parts aside, is it a decent pinball game? Or is it just, like, super easy? He said it was good. He likes pinball. He said it was good. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, pretty a pinball question game. Already. You already asked it's that. A pretty easy pinball game. No, I want. Yeah. I want more. Like, like I really want to get it. Like, if you were just like wanting to play some serious pinball, you've beaten all pinball games. Zen pinball's got nothing on you and all that shit like that. And you're just like, I need the next challenge. Would you be able to accept this as a pinball title? As a challenge, no. Yeah, because it's easy, just, right? If you just want to play some pinball, look at some manly titties. Boy, do I have the game okay. for you. That's, see, that's what I wanted to clarify. This yeah. isn't like a pinball challenging game. It's just like, no. hit some buttons and you'll see some boobies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still kind of fun because pinball's fun, but it's not a challenging pinball game. Sure. No, by yeah, any that's means. fine. And there's a place for that. I just wanted yeah. to qu clarify. Yeah, this is the place for that. <laughs> yeah, this is the place for that. If you're, if you're buying a center on Kagura title, you know what the fuck you're doing. You're not like, yes. like What? I couldn't oh. tell by this innocuously, like, obvious cover on this game title. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that cover is super obvious. <laughs> hey, Timmy, I, I know you like pinball, so I got you this pinball game. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, oh, can we have pinball? Can we have pinball at home? <laughs> Grandma, why do you have this pinball at home? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. So I'm trying to decide if... I should go next, or Jason should go next. Uh -huh. I, I didn't play very much, so I can go next. Okay, <laughs> I, I think you should go next, because you've got our special segment, too, so... Okay, sure. And then, yeah. well, Chris, do you want to review it? Do you want, like, what do you, like... Yeah, what do you, what do you give it, Chris? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> how, how many puppy paws? <laughs> how many puppy paws? How many puppy boobs do you give it? <laughs> I give it all the boobs. <laughs> I think we can leave it at that. I think I think we've made the point. All the boobs. It's into. a fun game that you may not want to have like people see you play, but it's fun. You may not want to see them play, but also you want to show them like how ridiculous this is. Yes. <laughs> well, that's like, like what? That's like going back to the gamer girl thing, like. I didn't really want Shannon to know that I knew about this whole Gamer Girl bathwater thing, but I also wanted Shannon to see how utterly ridiculous mm -hmm. the Gamer Girl <laughs> bathwater thing was. So I showed her, I explained to her, I explained to her what an Instagram thought was. I explained to her all that shit. And then I'm like, so now this bitch is selling her bathwater. And she goes, what? <laughs> 
at $30 a pop. She's like, what? <laughs> and she sold on what, two days? Wow. Yeah, she sold out. Sold out. She said she took so many baths that she's like, I, I'm kind of burnt out on baths right now. <laughs> Go into a fucking pool then, bitch. Get some water. <laughs> <laughs> then that's not, that's not bath water. That's swimming pool water. Uh, just don't put chlorine in it. Go no, into it's, a, it's still swimming pool. No. Oh. Go get a baby oh. bath thing or baby pool. Little, little, little plastic ones. Go to a hot oh, spring. She had a big Jackie's sizable tub, dude. And she filled that tub up. And those, those jars were not big. So that's a lot of fucking water and a lot of jars. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Jason, you're next. So, <laughs> um... I finished up uh, the Sinking City. Uh, I I fully platinumed it. I did everything you possibly could in that game. Um, as far as like, I think we I hammered it pretty good last time. But as far as like full on games go, it, it had a lot of like great parts to it. Had a lot of technical problems, but overall the story and what the experience went was a lot of fun. I was slightly disappointed in the endings. Um, the best that you, that's, at the end, you can choose your ending, and it's literally like, "Hey, here's a save point, and there's four different endings you can go experience. Like, just go do them and reload and come back to it." And honestly, oh, the that's best. That's not like what I played. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not like what I played at all. No, wait, <laughs> vampires. Whatever you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. No, completely different. Um, honestly, the best ending is the ending where you choose to just say fuck it all and like walk away from everything. And they do a great little segment uh, for to on why you can't just walk away from Cthulhu abyss, uh, um, abyss and stuff like that. But uh, no, you can just walk away from Cthulhu, everybody. No, just, you can. You have a choice. One does and not it was walk it was Katiganar in in the sinking city, <laughs> and it's amazing that I still remember that name. But anyway, um, aside from that, though, it was just an all around fun game, and, and it was a great platinum to uh, achieve of getting all the stuff done. Um, right after that, I was on a nice little. Do you recommend it? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I talked about that uh, last time. I, I think I gave it a, a. Did you give it an actual review? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did because we we submitted it, so I hope that we, oh, we yeah. did it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's a it's well worth the time if that's if that's your jam of of wanting to get into a, a more uh, uh, what was it L.A. Noir meets um, Eldritch Horror style uh, game that you're just like hey I need to have that little bit more of a gameplay and you're not you're not great on for, on third person shooters you're also not great at L.A. Noir but you like those two styles this is your jam this is the game you want L.A. Noir wasn't a great third person shooter I no it wasn't was, a third person so. shooter at all pretty much what I'm talking about though is that in um in the sinking city there are third person shooter segments and you don't no, have that's to that's what L.A. Noir was though no, it was there was probably like two times that you had to shoot people. Like that game was mostly you're interviewing people. It was not a third person shooter at all. I would not even clarify L.A. Noir as a third person shooter. All nope. right, go. Yeah. So uh, I'll just um, let you go. Go. Uh, so after that, I was on kind of like a platinum high, and I finished up uh, platinuming an older game that we got years ago called Brutal. And it was a title. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. It was a title that was all ASCII characters. And it was uh, uh, all about, yeah, you're showing me screenshots of Noir where you're running around shooting stuff. Literally happens twice in the game. You do run around. <laughs> you run around. I, I'll give you that, Eric. Yes, you do get around and explore and stuff like that. 
you don't go running around gunning down people like crazy. It's not part of the main part of the game. Like yes, it's not the main part of the game. Yeah, Sinking City is part of the main game. Yeah, good job, Eric. Screenshots of him having his gun out. He's a fucking detective. You did a good job, Eric. Good job. You're still wrong. Anyway, um, brutal. It's the the one that's a a rogue style dungeon crawler, uh, but all ASCII characters. I won't drain it too much because it's super old, but it, it is. A fucking great game. It was though. fun. It's fucking hell of of a great uh, rogue style game and different art style. Just just very interesting. Uh, brutal again, as it's called. And if I you don't know that. what it is, yeah, it's all ASCII. Yep. Like the whole characters. art style. Everything's character. made with ASCII characters, and it's just black and white and with spot color here and there. And that's yeah. it. Very different. Very hard. And again, too. as we talked about on previous episodes, way back in the day double jump you can double jump and it is your friend in this game <laughs> um so I, I i finished up that and then lastly uh we've been playing borderlands not lastly uh, but my my platinum trip is that we've been playing borderlands 2 a whole bunch again and i was able to finally finalize that and get my platinum on, on that for the third time now this is my third time getting a platinum in borderlands 2 and the first time was ps3 Second time, technically, it was Xbox 360, but, you know, I'll still count it. And then now here's the third time in the PS4. You did play another game. I did play another game. Yes. I, I meant lastly of my Platinum clear-up. Oh, of your Platinum run. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, you did play another game. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my last game that I want to talk about, though, is my review copy for uh, Red Faction Guerrilla. And so it is the, the, the HD remake, re-up uh, of Red Faction. Um, remaster. Remaster. Yes, yeah. thank you. It's a remaster, and, not a remake. You know, you know, some stuff to be said about that. Um, it, it it did look okay for a Switch title on there. I I was never a huge fan of the Red Faction series to begin with. Um, but getting in there and playing it, it did it did play smoothly and it did play well. Um, it was a larger world that I've seen that I haven't seen on a uh, Switch. Um, mostly because it's not very detailed. I mean, you're like, hey, well, Zelda was huge and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, but you could see kind of a lot more. But it was just because, again, it wasn't detailed. Yeah, of course, you can see forever where there's only like five <laughs> pixels to load, you know, and just <laughs> like that. Um, it, it, it's it, If you loved Red Faction, uh, it's still there. It's still your jam. You, the the destruction aspect to it, the the rough gameplay of the early 2000s of like hey i'm a gruff guy and i do gruff things and tell me where to go <laughs> it's all there it, it it survived it looks still f- fantastic and, and it, it, if that it's fun in that blowing stuff up is fun what i will say though <laughs> thank you jason you're blowing what I will stuff say, up though, is fun is that on the switch it has major control issues and i found it almost near unplayable in handheld mode that because uh, it is still a third person shooter aspect and it was just so touchy so over the top trying to aim with with the controls that they had set up there it, it was i had better luck just running up and meleeing people than i did trying to shoot them with my rifle um and i adjusted settings i changed sensitivity all over the place just in handheld mode it was it was a hot mess in docked Doc didn't have any problems, especially on my pro controller. I was able to play, and it was no big deal. Um, I just found myself getting bored with the tired storyline. I mean, let's let's be honest here. I, again, I wasn't a major Red Faction fan. This isn't nostalgia for me. This was like, hey, let's check out this game that everyone's been talking about. And honestly, this was not a great kickoff point for it all. It was ho-hum potline, ho-hum characters, and the main thing, main focus being uh, blowing stuff up. 
uh, really remind me of a game called Mercenaries uh, from back in the day, where it's just about creating destruction as much as possible. Only Mercenaries was fun because it was just like, go fucking at it. And, um, you know, this one was just like, hey, we're going to give you rules of what you have to do, and you have to do stuff a certain way. Which, you know, I get it's probably just because I've only been playing the, the earlier on levels so far. And I, I know for a fact later on you do get way more freedom. Kind of like Just Cause too, Where it's just like, yeah. hey, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do first. You gotta put in your, your licks before you can just go through there with like a Tomahawk helicopter and blow shit up. But uh, um, I, the real thing that was holding me back was just controls. Uh, it... it it was really detri- detrimentative to me. Um, the old play style, there's no iron sights, stuff like that. That's just like, you, you don't realize on how much you miss something until it's gone. And without the nostalgia factor, I think I'm at a very big disadvantage of enjoying this game. And where if you were like huge on uh, Red Faction, you'd probably be just super happy to have it back. Obviously, it's not a full price title. So, I mean, it's nice to have that too. And you can just kind of grab it, get back into something that you loved, and be able to play it on the go. Um, just be aware that you'll probably be infuriated with the controls on the go, but it, it was it was it was fun for what it was. Um, as far as like if I want to give it a review, I honestly would probably put it uh, again at a six uh, for me because I'm gonna grade it a little bit harder just because it's not a nostalgia thing for me, and there just wasn't enough here to keep me motivated for a lot of this. And the frustrations with the controls, making some of the later levels where it's very dependent on gunplay, kind of kind of difficult, way more difficult than it should have been. And where I had to like kind of play to the inaccuracies of the controller uh, more than just enjoying shooting the fuck out of people. Um, I will say that this is not like really like I'm saying like this is bad or anything. Uh, the original Red Faction was a first-person shooter, and then at one point they were like, oh, third-person shooters are hot, we should do third-person instead, and they started making Red Faction be a third-person shooter, and I really wish at one point they didn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) And they just kept it as a first-person shooter. Um, Because I really liked the first-person shooters, and I thought it was really cool. Like, the very first one, as a first-person shooter, it was actually fun. You could do a lot of really good online or uh, ad hoc networking capabilities with it, and it was fun to do, you know, like, multiplayer and all that. After that, once I went to third-person, I was like, eh... But it, I've never been a big fan of third-person shooters either. So I agree because Eric, in the in the original one, you could like dig yourself into a hole, like you could like just go and like, yeah. hey, everything's demolishable yeah. and stuff like that. Not not in Gorilla. It's you you can't. And there'll be plenty of stuff that's just not destroyable. All righty. So you give it a six. Yeah, I give okay. it a six. I mean, it, right. yeah. and I, again, I think that the six is coming from two two factors. It, it's just. Not my cup of tea is non-nostalgia for me. And then the control scheme was bad. If this was your jam back in the day, you're still going to be looking at that control scheme being really big hinder on yourself. So this is definitely a, if you can try before you buy or wait for a sale because it is, it is, it'll be hard pacing. Fair enough. So I guess we go on to me. Um, I've got two major games that I've been playing. Um, one is a review copy that we got. So I'll start with that one before I get into the big long game that I played that uh, that I might spend a little bit too much time on and discount this one a little bit. But we got a review copy for They Are Billions for the PS4. It's out on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, it's a $25 game, $24.99. It's fun. It's really good. They Are Billions is a steampunk zombie survival... Uh, RTS. RTS, yeah. I guess it'd be the best thing. Yeah, RTS for it. 
Um, in which case you start and you have to build up a town and you have to build up all the supplies and everything and then continue go and hopefully fortify your defenses enough for the first zombie horde to come and then keep fortifying your defenses up some more for the second zombie horde to come and you can set your days um, in between zombie attacks uh, to they, they consider that the ease of play for it uh, the less time that you have it is a fun game. The problem I have on the PS4 is it really makes me remember why I hate playing RTSs on consoles. Um, they did a good job of doing like quick buttons so that you could get to different menus and whatnot, but it's still not really easy to do. Now, the one thing that is kind of keeping me from passing like a judgment on this game and giving it a hard number is that it does have keyboard and mouse support. Did not hook a keyboard and mouse up to my PS4. And I'm going to have it. to check that out. I'm... I, I kind of feel like like if you're using your PS4 controller, I'm going to give it a 7. I'm just going to give it a number right now of that. I'll give it a 7. However, I have a feeling that it's going to go way up once I hook up a keyboard and mouse to it. The biggest problem, though, is that you have to either have a Bluetooth keyboard or mouse so you can sit back, or you have to have some fucking extension cables. <laughs> because my PS4 is like 10 feet away from me. Uh, so that might be a minor problem, but... I really want to give it a try because I love playing RTSs on PC. I don't really like playing them on console, but this game still was actually fun to play, except for the fact that controls are difficult. And with something that's a countdown and you have to build quickly in order to make sure your your defenses are fortified, having to wrangle and really like try and learn and just fight these controls on the controller is something that I don't really want to do. Yeah, uh, I was Makes able to play a little bit myself too. And, um, yeah, I, I would wholeheartedly agree where, you know, most of the times when I died, uh, was just because I couldn't find where my, you know, and my main attack soldier was to be able to move him. And I was just like, I have no fucking idea how to get over to him. And when I finally did, I would hit like, all right, quick button move. And then I would accidentally hit a different button. He'd be like, oh, I'll start patrolling in this like square meter. And it's just like, no. You know, and so, I agree. Uh, you know, it's a great RTS title on its own, though, like being Zerg rushed constantly, you know, yeah. type thing. And uh, it's a different dynamic for an RTS. And I agree with you on that, that it's a lot of fun. Like, I, I, that's what I was like when you said that it uh, supports keyboard and mouse. I'm definitely going to have to look into that because I think that I would really enjoy the crap out of this. Because even with the frustrations, I played it a few times back to back. Just goes like, I want to play more. Yeah, it's a $25 game. Fun. Especially for 25 bucks. I mean, that might, that might give it a 7 with the PS4 controllers in general, just given the price that it is. Um, it's really pretty. It's actually, you can zoom in really close on the town and it still looks really good. Um, you can, like Jason said, you can set them up on patrols and you can actually set up a good patrol route, even with the controller. Like you can actually sit there and pinpoint an actual like route that they go back and forth on. So what I did in order to help my defenses is I kept like uh, a soldier and a couple of Rangers. And then I had a, a squad of Rangers all covering my flank of the sides that I knew were going to be done. And they just kept going up and down and up and down and just killing zombies as they came through uh then once the first wave came in i was able to i already had a uh, i had elected my mayor and i chose the mayor that could give me a, a a giant like bow tower so that they could actually shoot like giant bow and arrows at, at zombies as they came through and that covered one point because there's three points that i needed to do and then i had everybody else patrolling the two other points and just killing all the zombies that came through so 
it's really intuitive, hard on the controller, but it's actually still pretty intuitive for using the PS4 controller. But if you have the ability to use a keyboard and mouse, uh, I will definitely play it again and use a keyboard and mouse this time and see how much easier it is and how much more fun it is, because I'm pretty sure that the answer is a lot. Um, and then I will probably amend my my uh, score for it. But right now I'll give it like a 7 out of 10 given price and the the use of the PS4 controller. Next, I played Vampire. Yay, which, finally. <laughs> finally, uh, Vampire is a game that we first saw at E3 last year. Is that right? Two years ago? Yeah, it was last year, yeah. Last year, last year yeah. Um, on the PS4. And oh my God, this game's pretty, one. Uh, it takes place in the vampire universe, uh, which, as you guys have probably heard me talk about multiple times, the vampire and werewolf universe made by White Wolf was awesome and always brings up a lot of memories back from the 90s from when I was in high school and, and playing some tabletop games and doing stuff. Um, but this one takes place during World War One in England. Uh, it's got an original story written, uh, but still pulls upon a lot of the lore of vampire itself. Um, it's a third person action game, but as Jason saw when he came over, <laughs> there is a fuck ton of side mission dialogue and detective work that goes into this game. So much like what he was saying of, uh, or Cthulhu's got, you know, like a third person thing. There were literally times where I spent an hour doing nothing but dialogue and mission finding. And then I suddenly got into a battle. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot how to battle. <laughs> and I got hit a few times. I'm like, okay, here we go. And then I started kicking ass again. But um, it, is a, it is a fun game. Combos are good. Um, you move a little bit. Sl- like, you've got some actions that allow you to move, like, really quickly. Like what you expect for a vampire. But then a lot of your, your combat isn't as quickly as, or isn't as quick as you would think that it would be. So you get hit a lot more than what you would, what you should be getting hit from, like, uh, you know, human soldiers and stuff. But it takes place with a the Spanish flu outbreak in London during World War One, And I'm trying to decide how much of the, uh, how much like spoilers I want to do on this game. There's so much in this game and the part of the reasons why I loved it is just how deep the story went. Well, I mean, try to it, avoid actual storyline, like just focus on like why God. we should play this game. Some of this might sound really boring to some people, but it's pretty much like a fuck ton of side missions. And in RPGs, one of the things that I really like are the side missions and that's figuring out all these things. And Vampire itself, your character gets some XP from fighting, like very minimal. You're talking like 50 points here and there from battles. But you get the bulk of your XP from murdering people. Big thing that you have and the the biggest problem that you need to figure out is who to actually murder, one. And two, you have to figure out elements of their backstory to improve their their blood quality in order to improve the experience that you receive from them. Certain characters only go up to like a thousand experience, um, in which case then you could mesmerize them and kill them easily and not have any problems with it. But other characters, like you have to go through a ton of stuff and then you can get four to five thousand points out of it. Is the there a issue, fishing minigame? Is there a fishing minigame? Fishing minigame? There is not, but it's not an RPG per se. Shit. This is a detective game. <laughs> yeah, it's for the not most a true, part. true RPG. So. No. Yeah, this is a detective game with fighting mixed in because it's like an ARPG instead. There's no, there's no like, like choose a button. It's, it's like combos and stuff like that. It's ARPG, so, so it doesn't like, have to have a fishing game. So it sounds like it's a lot like uh, Sinking City, but instead of 
shooting a little bit more combat. You, you still combat. you actually still fire weapons because you have you have an array of different weaponry that you get, and there's a shit ton of weapons in there. But they've got uh, they've got uh, main hand off hand weapons as well as secondary pieces. Certain things that you do. Uh, there's a ton of like vampire characteristics that you get as far as like how much you know you you use your experience to buy things as far as like health and uh, stamina and blood quantity that you can hold and then you use your blood for special abilities like uh, like like nasty claw attacks uh, there's one move where you actually shoot out just like spikes of blood out of your hand and you impale your enemies with it so there's tons of stuff that you do, and there's another one that's like a it's an ultimate move where you release the demon inside you, and it just like a whole bunch of blood just escapes and just attacks the enemy. So you have to use different attacks to build up blood, um, and you learn how to get diff or you learn how to upgrade different weaponry to to absorb blood from attacks as opposed to always having to rely on stunning and then biting a character in order to replenish your blood sources. Hmm. So at the beginning, what you have to do is you, you end up with like a steak and, uh, and just like Somebody a regular steak. steak. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong kind of steak, Buffy steak. <laughs> um, you end up with a steak and like a knife and you use the knife as your main attack. And then you use the steak as a blunt object to stun people. And then once they're stunned, then you can bite them and drain their blood. But as you move on, like I started getting, uh, I got a, a really strong sword to go with it. And then I used a Liston knife, which is basically kind of like a scalpel. It's a, it's a knife used by doctors. And the Liston knife, then you can buff the shit out of it so that it gives you a ton of damage uh, to blood and replenishes your blood supply a lot more than most of the other weaponry. So then you can start doing combos with your sword and the Liston knife in order to hit them, hit them, hit them, allow you to then hit them with the Liston knife like three times and replenish like your entire bloodstock and then smack them with a with uh, with like a giant like blood claw uppercut. Well, wow. the combat's actually really, really good. Yeah, it's, so it sounds like pretty way deep. more in-depth combat, even though you're not doing it constantly. And yes, a very long, long uh, talking tree long, as long well. bouts of not doing combat. And here, the reason why is that it's a really fucking long game. Like it is, n it is not a short like twenty-hour game. Like I played this game over days, and I mean like I took a vacation day because the wife and kid were both out of town. As well as an entire weekend where I played like solidly throughout the days and I still didn't beat the game. So this is a a really long game. The drawback that I have is that I had some weird thing happen and I don't know what it is. So don't get to actually level up your character until you uh, get to a safe house and you go to sleep per se. Uh, when you go to sleep, it doesn't necessarily progress the story, but it progresses the storylines a little bit for inside the individual boroughs of uh of london um and what that means is that like if you've got people that were sick that you gave them medicine they'll then heal if they were sick and you didn't give them medicine they might get more sick um at which point then you've got a scale on the left side of each of the boroughs as far as what their overall health is and the lowest is hostile and then they go all the way up to like purified but you generally keep them in a pretty moderate realm. Um, they can go down into critical and you'll still be okay. But they do a lot of stuff as far as like 
items may cost more. Um, you may not get to talk. You may not get to see like some special events during that time or anything like that. But I got towards the end of the game and I was trying to get a trophy. And there's a trophy of literally a plant that you have to water and then you have to sleep for three days straight. And then the plant comes back to life. And this is from the same studio that made Life is Strange, which <laughs> the, okay. this is one of the weird things. Like, same studio that made Life is Strange. And the trophy is the Unlife is Strange. <laughs> and he names it, I forget the name, but he names it after the main character from Life is Strange. Of course. Um, it's. But it's a whole thing. But the problem that I have is that I was like right at the end of the game. And I'm like, okay, well, I have the water. I already went through the side mission to get the water. I'm going to do this so I can get the trophy. Put it in. And I don't know what the fuck happened. But my hospital went from a normal level to hostile. <laughs> they just immediately did. And the problem with that is as soon as you get one area in hostile, you automatically are relegated to the second to worst ending. <laughs> and I was fighting through the entire game to keep everything from going. And as I was telling Shannon this, she's like, so if you didn't go to sleep, I'm like, yes, if I didn't go to sleep and try to get that trophy, it wouldn't have happened because I was like right at the end of the game. I wasn't going to go to sleep. I didn't need to to boost up my XP anymore. And I was like, I could just go fight the You should quickly see if you can save scum. You can't. You can't pull you from can do it on the cloud? P- you can do it on the PC, but you can't do it on... Uh, on the PS4 easily. Why not? Really When's the last time your do. your cloud update was made? My cloud updates all the time. Every day. Every day, and <laughs> it happened like immediately, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was so pissed off. Oh yeah. So, yeah. The biggest issue is though, and I I could. Oh no, I can't go back and do it now. So my save data. So after you complete the game, then there's this whole epilogue thing that you go through, and it saves after you complete and finish off the main bad guy. So I can't go back and platinum the game in two plays. I have to oh, platinum gross. the game in three plays now in order to do it, because you have to get you basically have to get like the good good ending in order to get one trophy, and then another trophy is make every one of the the areas hostile. Sure. So I will have to actually go through and play the game two more times in order to do it. I don't really know if I want to. It was a great fucking game. There are people that are like, they're like, I'm on my fourth playthrough. It was fucking great. I don't know if I want to do like a full start over because there's not a new game plus or anything. Sure. Yeah. It's it's like a, you start from scratch and you have to go through everything. And okay. this game, I can tell you something. It's fucking hard. Getting the good, good ending on this game is really fucking hard to do. Um, because as I said, you get m- the bulk of your experience from killing people. And the good, good game, I did everything that you need to get to get the good, good ending, except I killed I killed certain town folk that were assholes that I was like, you don't No, It's like, you don't deserve to be in this. It was a cop that, uh, that wrongfully accused a guy of murder. And then the guy hung on the gallows. And I'm like, Oh yeah, you can fucking die. Um, I killed a vampire hunter and uh, what else? And I killed somebody else. And it's, it's like only people that I that I actually judged as like, you know, you you are actually a detriment to this area. But if you kill any townspeople, you cannot get the good, good ending. You only get the, the moderately good ending. Wow, that's pretty, yeah, that's extreme. Yeah, it's super extreme. And the game is hard because, like I said, you barely get any experience from just fighting and going through the game. So the game itself gets super hard. I will say one thing that really pissed me off post launch, there's an ultimate weapon 
in the game that you can get and it requires you it requires you doing an event or doing a side quest and not reading a diary that that got confiscated by the by a group of vampire hunters and you have to bring it back and as long as you didn't read it the guy will tell you how to access this secret room um and the secret room is randomized for every game the the sequence that you have to do and everything like that is completely random per game but the internet figured out a way to quasi-break that a little bit. You still have to brute force it. Um, it basically, like, there's a visual cue of what you of what the first one that you have to hit is, and then after that, you have to do four buttons in a six no, in a six button sequence. And once you figure out which one it is, then you just have to go through all the sequences, and you could brute force it and get it. It's totally fine. Normally, most games don't have an issue with people doing that. The problem I have is that they went back and nerfed the weapon. <laughs> because <laughs> too many people were using it so there's a weapon that could cause 400 damage that they nerfed down to 302 ah. a quarter of its of its damage capabilities they nerfed it down at least they weren't saying like hey here's something you can do to create your own uh game yes in XP. this is true but this is this isn't an online game or anything like that this is a single player only game and the, the all the stuff on reddit of like this is bullshit and everything like that it was all true it's like why would you do this to a single-player game? It doesn't make any sense. All it is, is is some dev that's pissed off about the fact that people are taking advantage of the work that they did. And it's just... That part was really fucking annoying. <laughs> hey, um, you know I'm what? Sorry. Devs are gonna dev. There's yep. no need to do it though. I know. Why go in and why go in and nerf uh nerf a weapon, especially an ultimate weapon that's literally supposed to be a legendary weapon of vampire hunters that you have to go through and do a whole bunch of shit. And even brute forcing that thing is not easy. And they nerfed it by a court by twenty five percent, which is insane. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's a great fucking game. Yeah, what would you give if it, you, man? God, I would give it a nine out of ten. Wow. Okay. Wow. It's really good. Like the game itself is really, really good. And as much as I would like to complain about how tough it is to uh, to get a good, good ending, it should be it should be tough given what the ending is. Um, the the game itself. I mean, the ending is the ending that I got is it's like I won, but I didn't win type thing. It's like I won, sure, but yeah. the thing that I really right. wanted, I didn't get. Um, but I mean, a good good and, ending should be hard to get. Yeah, and the good good ending is really good. Like it's like it's the ultimate happy ending of a movie is what the good good ending is. And then the normal good ending is kind of happy. It's like sure you're happy, but you're not like going anywhere type thing. Um, I don't want to say too is, much. Is it is it the better ending though? It's still a better ending. Oh, you mean of the two? Yeah. Of the good endings? No, the good good ending is definitely much better. Um, it, it given what happens, it, I don't want I don't want to go into right. it because the lore that they have inside the vampire universe that they build up for it, and the storyline that they did, they put a fuck ton of work into this, and it is really really good. So much backstory and. Like I said, I mean, it, a lot of it falls into the uh, the vampire universe itself, and they, they pull a lot of that backstory. But being able to do that and go through and just, just read a ton of backlogged stuff that's in there that actually makes sense, and it's not just a bunch of, like, inane bullshit. Um, it's, like, letters back and forth between people referencing real uh, events that happened during... in. 
uh, in English, like history, English meaning like the UK, like, cause all of it's, it all takes place in the UK and it's all UK vampires. So all the lore and everything that happens takes place in the UK itself. So it goes back hundreds and hundreds of years and they, they reference like real moments within that and real people and say that they were vampires. Like you find out at one point that King Arthur was a vampire in the vampire universe. Um, and at one point, the the main character starts listing off a bunch of people, and he's like, "What? Are you gonna tell me that they're vampires?" And the guy goes, "I will tell you that one of them was." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like William Shakespeare, uh, Guy Fox, and a bunch of like he just starts listing off like all these like famous historical Euro- or English people. And then the guy's just like, well, one of them was a vampire. And you're just like, which one was a vampire? (laughs) Which one's still alive? (laughs) But that was towards the end. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, they're still alive. Because he even says, like, am I just going to, like, stumble across them at one point? (laughs) Um, It's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves. (laughs) No, Keanu Reeves is an American vampire. That's true. He's considered an American vampire now. So well, yeah. um, and he, he wasn't famous back then. He moved over here. He moved, but he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. famous back then. He was famous before. Now he's famous. He's like, he he was like, eh. I'm gonna bide my time. I'm gonna become famous when it really counts. He was famous back in those Bill days S. Too. Bill S. Preston Esquire. Well, very cool, man. That that's dope. Yeah. I, I I knew it is was a great game. game. I knew it was a game um, we wanted to look at and and. I will say this. I have been told that it is on Xbox Game Pass. So if you've got Xbox and Game Pass, play it. It's free. It's included. And it is an amazing fucking game. So have you seen all the endings? No. Okay. I read read what the endings were. Okay. Because I remember when I'd be like Metro Last Light, I got the bad ending and then I watched the good ending on YouTube. I which I kind of did with Exodus as well. But Um, I got the bad ending in Last Light and that was definitely the better ending story-wise. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's uh, different things that happen within it. And I went through and I, I read a checklist of everything that everything that you had to do in order to get the good ending. And I literally did everything except for I killed some people that I thought were assholes, which was fine. I should have then gotten the, the, the moderately good ending. But then that one fucking uh, thing that happened at the hospital where it just immediately went to hostile. And I mean, it went to zero percent. It wasn't even like anything. I don't know what the fuck happened within that. It might have been the plant. It could have been anything, but it immediately went to zero percent and just hostile. And I was at like 60 something percent for for the overall health of the area. So I don't know what it was. But if I had never gone to sleep, I would have been able to get through without having that issue. (laughs) But I got that plant trophy. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So on that note, I think it's time for Jason to do You Are Wrong Because Reasons. You are wrong. You are wrong because reasons. Reasons. And on this week, we've got Jason on the hot seat for best... No, it's worst video game tie-ins, right? I didn't say worst. What I said was just like, why is this a video game tie-in? Like, why... Why is this part so of the game? So like, that sounds like worst. <laughs> it could be, because some of it could it's be the, just the like... strangest? Strange, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just kind of like... Top five like, strangest video yeah. game tie-ins. How's yeah, that? We'll give you sure, that. Okay. sure. I mean, like... Not exactly badly implemented or anything like that. Just why? Just why? And, like, just weirdness of the video game culture world that we live in. 
And uh, so, okay, uh, so Chris put out a caveat that you're only allowed one product per game. That's fine. There's only one game that really did a bad job of that. (laughs) Just just making sure that we had that on there. (laughs) I was like, well, you only get one from that game because otherwise the whole list will be that game. Yes, the the whole list would be that game, yes. Um, So anyway, uh, yeah, I have... uh, honorable mention-ish kind of thing in the fact that uh, um, I wanted to just say, like, any more, like, especially now, like, in the last year, specifically with, like, the increase of Battle Royale games and, like, let's be honest, Fortnite, you know, and it getting more into, like, kids, like, you will see Fortnite, Apex Legends, you know, any kind of, like, flavor of the month game just plastered on anything anymore like minecraft you know it, all these types of stuff that's just like 10 years ago you'd have been like there's no way that you'll ever find a half-life 2 lunchbox and now you can find like a billion different ones for fortnite and stuff like that you know it's just like why why does this stuff even exist but now it makes sense because it's all about the kids and you know because obviously they're going to be buying and spending the money but i just wanted to kind of like say out there like I wanted to look a little bit more deeper than just obvious cash grabs of Fortnite and Apex Legends, where all these companies are just like, we're going to make socks and, you know, kind of throw it on out there. And we can put socks in our game so that people will buy them in real life, too. That kind of jazz. Are you ready, then? Sure, I can be ready. Number five. Number five for me is kind of weird, just because it's not directly a game. It's just something that I've always kind of, like, was bugged about. And I'm like, why the fuck does this exist? And that is gamer food in general like why is game fuel why oh, does like games making it into food no no the like the other way around like g fuel or uh, uh yeah, yeah 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 it's like it's like games yeah games making yeah. it into yeah Mandual, g- gamer snacks Mandual game real stuff not real not stuff game, yeah i'm talking about real games. stuff that is like marketed solely like hey if you're a gamer and you like Mountain Dew and Doritos, then you'll obviously like our salty thing too, you know, and stuff like that. It's just only for marketing for gamers. I don't understand why this has to exist. What is it? Is it G Fuel that's always at E3? I think it's that G tastes G like Fuel. asshole. Yeah. Mountain Dew had that Game Fuel like flavor for Halo. Right. Yes. That t- just tasted like disappointment. <laughs> yeah. I thought it tasted pretty good. <laughs> and that can go into number four. <laughs> okay. What's number four then? Number four is specifically Edge Shaving Cream. They did a a, a tie-in with uh, Assassin's Creed for shaving cream for some fucking reason. You don't shave in Assassin's I, Creed. I, I don't mean. I don't remember this. Yes, it's true. And <laughs> so this one, this one only like boggled my mind because I remember like when it was happening, I was shopping for deodorant, and I was just like, "Hey, I recognize that character." Like out of the corner of my eyes, she's like, "Why am I seeing a video game character down the deodorant shaving cream like aisle?" <laughs> and I look at it, and she's like, "You can get DLC bullshit." From Holy buying shit, shaving cream. get your edge and your armor and your hood. Damn, yeah. it was for Unity. Unity, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? But they on? don't shave. They all had stubble. Yes. It, not to fucking mention, shaving cream kind of wasn't well, around. They at that trimmed. Time. <laughs> yes. No, no, but you don't use shaving cream to trim. 
No, yeah, you get it to, no. to be yeah. baby face. Yeah, actually shave. Hey, there, there is one person in here that has experience in that. That's me. You don't use shaving cream to trim. I got my ba- I got my peach fuzz that I got. Shut the fuck. Yeah, you. you're not trimming with shaving cream. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, along with that would be any weird tie-in too. Like I know Halo did a bunch of like pizzas and I mean obviously Doritos and. Oh my God! They did Chick Quattro razors too. Oh yeah, there's like, like I I get food like in that aspect just being like because obviously everyone eats but when it was just like super specific <laughs> like shaving cream i was just like that is just the weirdest bullshit that i've ever seen in my life you're already drinking oh mountain dew and eating doritos anyways we're playing these games so exactly why not yeah that, that's fine that's fine <laughs> oh my god okay number three um this one kind of goes in more of a different direction of just like why it exists and i think i've talked about it before and that is spot the video game spot where it's the seven up spot video oh game. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're literally playing as the 1990s mascot for seven up in a video game <laughs> of him exploring and collecting seven are up you points. including the noid in this or is the noid so then yes number? that then went down the the dirty path of mcdonald's video game the noid no the noid the, was the noid was dominoes. dominoes thank you i didn't god damn eric <laughs> shut the fuck up uh <laughs> dominoes uh back, i mean you can talk about the mcdonald's video games where you played as grimace a grimace uh ronald mcdonald you played as them all it, what it about really, pepsi man and then Pepsi Man, mm-hmm. you guys are just like jumping all over my dick, man. Get off! I, I'll I'll I'll, set, I'll satiate y'all. Don't worry. <laughs> but all these weird ass games that were just created, just like why? And it's just like I get I get it that there was something there, but goddamn, if Spot wasn't a great game though, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was an NES platformer, so I mean, at that point, you're just like these platformers are better than any Atari game that came right. out. Yeah. So I'm I'm super super hype about it. That's fine. But, okay. Number two. All right, number two. Uh, we're getting a little bit weird here because this one is just kind of like... I kind of wanted to talk about it because I feel like nobody does talk about it. And that is U-Land from Old Spice. And if you haven't watched it yet, I I implore you to just watch the trailer for U-Land. It, Old Spice literally made Y-O-U a video. Y-O-U or yeah, you? Yeah, Y-O-U. Okay, uh, I, I just want to make sure. Old Spice literally made like a Flash game, and it's supposed to be featuring you. You create your own avatar, and you do this whole oh my god ridiculous game. Like it is, it's just fantastic to watch. I With never fucking played Terry it, Cruz. but it is ridiculous. Oh yeah, Terry Crews and all that stuff like that. So it's like yeah, it's like sixteen bit Terry Crews. I don't know Holy why it exists. I, I don't remember ever seeing any advertisements for it or anything about it. But it, there it is. It's there. It's all over the internet, though. Oh, yeah, Holy yeah, yeah. Well, because it's, it's internet crack. There's an elk wearing sunglasses drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. No, seriously. Yet. When I'm done with this, watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> First time oh, apparently you get this. in a hot tub with a bunch of people in parkas at one point, too. <laughs> what the fuck? And you ride a bald eagle with the with the Old Spice guy and the elk wearing sunglasses. And the bald eagle is eating a hamburger. Why not? All right. Guess that brings us to number one. WTF Gaming. And this is the <laughs> only one that alludes to the game that we're all talking about of, like, why tie-ins. And that's Final Fantasy XV. They had multiple real-life tie-ins to that game. Which but I, which one? I can kind of get like uh, behind the idea of a lot of them, but only one of them did not make any sense to me, and that is fucking Coleman. And, yes, and, thank you. Like, 
like cup noodle, like fine. The cup noodle made sense. Yeah, it made hey, man, sense. Coleman makes sense for camping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But why we need cup to have Coleman specific products in Final Fantasy 15 just made zero sense to me. And they're vice camping versa. A lot. It doesn't fucking well, matter. Well, they're camping a lot, but still, it's like why? Why? Why, why cup noodle? Why cup noodle? Well, well, cup noodle is like just like it's more. Cup noodle is ubiquitous in Japan. Like, that's it's why it's a thing. Like, because I, I, yeah, I mean, like, cup noodle just... is is ubiquitous with anything in Japan, and they fucking love it. Like, we think of it as trash here. I don't. And they love that instant ramen shit. Yeah. No, to me, it's like because like like why edge shaving cream like that has nothing to do with anything like i get that they're camping a lot but it, that just it weirded me out more than maybe be like oh interesting coleman and then especially the idea, considering they used a real coleman tent to do it all of it all of it was branded yeah. and real and you could go buy in real life uh and- all that could shit. you i don't re- i don't think i ever they didn't found... do a reverse brand on it like you could yeah, buy should have they should have <laughs> like if you could yeah. have had like a hey noctis's tent <laughs> hey, you know i'm you, sure some you like this like uh find out more information oh my god dude why didn't they have like a hey buy the noctis tent we'll give you a recipe for exactly. whatever yeah yeah they could have done so many things with i would have been pissed that... about that because that shit pisses me off but it still would have been kind of funny you still would have bought the tent because <laughs> you need one <laughs> but yeah anyway I, this is a random ass list it's just weird ass shit that I was just like you know what I want to talk about this because there's just no reason for any of this stuff to really exist other than the fact that gaming's just weird hey man Coleman exists in the Final Fantasy universe now it is it's yeah canon. apparently it's canon yes in that one Final Fantasy universe it does exist which is just fucking weird <laughs> um alright uh so some weird things that I wanted to talk about and throw onto this list. They had power-ups in Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker that were just straight-up Mountain Dew and Doritos. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Why? Like, especially Covert Operative. Why? Mountain Dew and Doritos. Because that's what you're drinking and eating anyways while you're playing the game. Other than we got paid to have it on there. Um... One that, like, literally, we actually were talking about this at the office last week. Uh, it's, like, one of the weirdest fucking things that you will that you see. Why are Mercedes-Benz cars in Mario Kart 8? <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, There's true. no other licensed yeah. cars in, in the game. But it's for Mario some Kart. reason... There shouldn't be any licensed cars. There is a Mercedes-Benz Mercedes. DL, yeah. DLC <laughs> pack that was added in to Mario Kart 8. Yep. And it's fucking just... Did that oh, did that carry over into Deluxe? That's amazing. Because every Deluxe is all the DLC from Mario Kart 8. That's amazing. So you still get all of the Mercedes-Benz cards and everything in <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch. Um, another one that came up that I had to do, I was like doing some searching and I remembered now, like it's been a while obviously since this happened, um, but I remembered when it happened. They were doing voting billboards for Obama in Burnout Paradise. Jeez. I remember Burnout Paradise getting a lot of flack for not only that, but they did other stuff that was just other. Like, yeah, they did other billboards, but that's like the one it was like they were doing and they were targeting in a lot of the states is what it was. Right. I think that was one of the big things they were targeting in Ohio and Florida swing states mm-hmm. to vote for Obama. And it literally had like the screenshot is early voting has begun. Vote for change dot com and a big picture of Obama. And like that happened. And I remember that happened. But that was 2008. That was a long ass time ago. It was ten years ago. Eleven. That it was going on. It's and crazy that was, how big gaming's got that this is where we're at now. 
Yeah. Got these weird fucking tie-ins. Well, and if you remember when we went and saw Brady Player One, they did that whole, like, small segment. And we talked about this at the office the other day, too, of, like, where they, they envisioned, like, we estimate that you can cover 85% of a player's visual field before inducing seizures. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally, like, you laugh at it, and you're like, oh, evil, evil corporation. Like, that's mm-hmm. how a lot yeah. of corporations think, yep. though. That's like, exactly what, what can doing. we do yeah. to make more money off of this? We can make and fun of it at 85%, but you know what? If we yeah, say 75%, then they'll all think we're heroes. Yeah. Yep. That's that's obviously, you know, the extreme of, like, before they induce seizures, it's like, okay, well, at what point are they going to stop playing your shitty game that you can't see anymore? But that's, yeah. God. Oh. The advertising's just weird. Um, I understand it as a necessary evil, and they're trying to be more like movies. Fuck. All right, Chris, try to offset to some of their cost that? too. Yeah, that, that's why it's games like, gotten so expensive. So it's like, oh, okay, we'll we'll give this advertisement. You pay us like a hundred thousand dollars. Hey, yeah, I want to know how much Square got paid by Coleman to be in there. I know, right? Or like vice, Coleman, yeah. Cup Noodle, and all that shit. All that, all those fucking people that just show their way in there. Right, yep. and, and, and you know what? I'm all for some of it if it makes sense. Like, hey, I'm gonna use my Walther PP7 to murder this fucker. Then great, you know that's a great right. advertising tie-in. But if it's just like I'm gonna use my degree from University of Phoenix to murder this fucker, it's just like no, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't fit in. Before I murder this guy, let me put on my Old Spice deodorant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> I only murder with Old Spice. <laughs> Chris, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I mean, like Pepsi Man. That was like an early, early, early like weird PS thing. One. Like, yeah, let's make our own superhero, copy. make a video game. Yeah, the Pepsi Man one was just what the fuck. <laughs> it was the start of it. Yeah, it, well, not yeah. I, no, Spot was one of the early ones that I was just like, this makes no sense. Neonoid too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, just, just like why? Like, why does this exist? I'm not upset that they exist. It's just like this doesn't need to. Well, at that point, it was like video games were a thing, and it was it was actually cheaper to make video games. And they were like, oh right. yeah, it's a, at, they were considering video games as a marketing ploy less than you know like an actual physical thing. Right. No, I get it. I understand a lot of it. It's but just, yeah, it's just fuck weird. <laughs> yeah, just weird shit. Mountain Dew Doritos kind of makes sense though, just because. No, they don't. They don't make sense for. An espionage. They don't make sense to be in the game. Yes, but they they make sense to advertise games on their shit. Yes, the other way totally makes sense. Like, yeah, you you put like if you put Metal Gear Solid on that, that makes sense. Yes, (laughs) that's good marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay, so I, I think that's that's a wrap. Sounds good to me. Yeah, so, good yeah. reasons. Just, just like not really like we're, we're not like weird. you're wrong because it's just like a list of just like Weirdness. what the fuck. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> you should have had these ones on there as well too because the Obama like advertising and billboards in Burnout Paradise were fucking weird. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, thank you everybody. Uh, sorry again that we were a little late, but thank you for uh, keep on following us. Uh, as always, make sure to like us, uh, subscribe to us, review us, do whatever you can on your platform. Uh, that's what helps us get higher up uh, into visibility on there. Uh, you can also find us on our new aggregate little site that we have to f- 
to send to your friends at ibiff.co. 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 Uh, <laughs> and Jason has now converted that into a very streamlined, very pretty way for you to share to your friends and find our podcast on whatever podcasting format or platform it is that you like. So thank you, Jason. Mm. Good job on that, buddy. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> whatever. It's pretty. You did a good job, and it actually it loads really quickly good on the mobile phone. It loads quickly. That's the only thing I yeah, wanted. Yep. yep. It loads super fast. We used a Wave link before, and Wave was really slow, so Jason spent a ton of time to make better. it so that we had something that could could load really quickly on phones and on web browsers. Thanks, so guys. good job, Jason. Thanks. Good job, Jason. You're the best. All right. We're uh, so on... cool. We got our own special. We'll have to use some third-party bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, thanks a lot, everybody, and have a great week and a half. That's good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll see yeah. you next time. See you next time, guys. Bye. <laughs> Just, All right. So anyway, go watch you land.